everybody. Welcome to a special edition of the Billboard on Broadway podcast, the post-Tony nominations episode. I'm Rebecca Millsoff, senior editor at Billboard and Broadway fan, your host here every week uh, to talk about musical theater and its overlap with pop music and pop culture. So before I get to talking about this week's episode, we have to talk about Tony nominations for a minute. I was thrilled to see so many shows that we've covered on the podcast and on Billboard's Broadway Vertical getting recognized, including the uh, nomination leader, Natasha Pierre in The Great Comet of 1812, who just visited us last week on the podcast. Uh, I was super excited to see how many really original shows were honored this year, especially The Comet, Dear Evan Hansen, and Come From Away, all really refreshing shows that I think are really pushing the musical forward and in in very different ways between the three of them. Uh, There were some surprises, both good and bad. I was a little bummed not to see more love for Bandstand, who also visited on the podcast. Um, I thought the show had some really beautiful music and some surprising depth, um, and I would have liked to see more nominations for it as a show, though thankfully it did get recognized for the amazing choreography. Um, But I was really thrilled to see a good deal of love for Falsettos, which opened very early in the season and I think had some of the best performances of the year, especially from Andrew Rannells and Christian Borle, who totally broke my heart. Anyway, there is a whole bunch of exciting pre-Tonys content coming up on billboard.com slash Broadway, so please check in there in the coming weeks leading up to the awards in June. So the show that comes to the podcast today is actually a major Tony winner. It's Chicago, which has been on Broadway incredibly for 20 years. The production on Broadway now is actually a revival. Um, It won six Tonys, including Best Revival of a Musical, um, which propelled it to a film adaptation in 2002, which ended up winning six Oscars, including Best Picture. But Chicago actually first opened way back in 1975. So why is it still around this many years later? I think there are a few easy answers. One is the music is by John Kander and Fred Ebb, uh, one of the greatest Broadway songwriting teams ever, who also did Cabaret. Their music is not only super catchy, um, but it has this really kind of lean composition and a sort of dark, vaguely twisted undercurrent that I think makes it feel very modern, no matter the era that you've heard it in. The look of the show is also very contemporary, very sexy, uh, courtesy of the original uh, sort of visionary director and choreographer, Bob Fosse, whose style definitely inspires the current revival, too. And the story about the so-called Merry Murderesses, Merry Murderesses, a difficult thing to say. Uh, Roxy Hart and Velma Kelly takes place in 1920 Chicago, but it has a lot to say, I think, about the nature of celebrity that really still feels relevant today. It's also a really unique show in that since it's been around so long, lots of stars have come in and out of it. And I think more than any other Broadway show I can think of, it's been really kind to welcoming uh, performers from the pop sphere. Um, There's a really long list of pop singers who have come into Chicago over the years, but just a little sampling includes Brandy, Usher, Mel B, Brian McKnight, Jennifer Nettles, and even Billy Ray Cyrus. So in short, as you'll hear in my chat with a few of the current cast members, um, some of whom have actually left the show and come back several times at this point, Uh, Chicago, I think, is one of the best arguments around for musical theater as a form that's not old-fashioned or frozen in time, 
but something that can really evolve and develop over the years and really continually feel fresh when you have the perfect storm of music, story, and creative team going on. Not a little motto always sees me through when you're good to mama. Mama's good to you. There's a lot of favors I'm prepared to do. So I'm here with the cast of a show that has amazingly been playing all over the place for 20 years, has won multiple Tonys, been made into an Oscar-winning movie, and that is, of course, Chicago, which I feel like I need to do jazz hands when I even say the name of it. (laughs) Um, And I'm here with the cast, which includes... Hi, I'm Lana Gordon. I play Velma Kelly in Chicago. I'm Natasha Yvette Williams, and I play Matron Mama Morton. I'm Raymond Bocour, and I play Amos Hart. I'm Charlotte Amboise, and I play Roxy Hart. Hooray. Uh, well, thank you all for being with us. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so this is, uh, it's incredible to think how long Chicago has been running, and it almost mm-hmm. seems like a show that is continually reinventing itself because of all the new people yes. coming in and out. Um, what do you think is the enduring appeal of a show like this? Unfortunately, it's still relevant. I wish it wasn't, but uh, <laughs> but uh, there's a lot to be said for uh, the um, prescience of the, the writers. Uh, and, uh, and of course, uh, you know, the time this particular revival came around in 95, 96, I, I suppose, um, the OJ trial was uh, still in everybody's minds and this whole notion of spinning things. So, uh, um, mm-hmm. you know, that people can get away with murder, murder. And, <laughs> and just simply <laughs> lie about murder. it, mm-hmm. sadly, is, uh, is still a story that needs to be told. But, uh, it, but beyond that, I think it has more to do, or just as much to do with the, the, um, the style in which that story is told, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I, I think it helps that people are kind of not wearing many clothes on stage. <laughs> They're sort of naked there, and you got some cute girls and guys, and everybody's sexy and having a good time, and it's fantastic music. Um, I think that all contributes, and to a great story that is just uh, streamlined with no fat on it, mm. and it's mm-hmm. beautifully told. Um, a great story is a great story, and it's a great story. And I think a lot, too, about the cast changes that we have mm-hmm. constantly coming in. It keeps the show fresh and new, and we all get the chance to grow into different characters, even as we're building the one that we are. And so if you've seen it before, come back, because it's yeah. it's, it's, it's bound, to be, it's bound yeah. to be new yeah, with the right. new people. So it's great. Diddle, 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 and ditto. that one. Yeah. I think a lot of credit should go to... Uh, mm. uh, uh, Walter Bobby, our director, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he never wants to press uh, some new actor into the old vision. You know, he mm-hmm. wants to find out what that person is doing and what they bring to it, and that's at every, in every role, uh, and and the same with the choreography think, as well. Yeah, chore- choreography. You, you tell me because I don't know, I but they fit yeah. into your. Body, yeah, I was so. going to say we should talk about the movement aspect of it as yeah. part of I think why it always looks so fresh and. Well, sexy, it looks good on you your body. Said. I think mm-hmm. that's how they 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 do it. I mean, for me at least. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of um, tailor it to each person that comes in, and they also allow mm-hmm. that person to bring their personalities into the mm-hmm. into the show too, which is um, fantastic. And that's Anne Rankin and Walter Bobby. I really believe, and not many shows are like that on Broadway. Mm-hmm. No, I think very few. You mm-hmm. kind of have to. Be, it's Carbon cookie copy. cutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just come in. You got to do that part, just like. And it's just a lot of freedom, and and therefore it it, it brings out the best in people and it breathes yeah Mm -hmm. completely it lives lives. 
I think that I think that's such a rare and interesting thing to have roles like Velma and Roxy that in one way are so iconic and we think we know what they always look like and we have an idea of them in our heads, but there's also so much room for every actress who comes in to play them to really put your own personal stamp yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ages. You can mm. do young and old, you know, with this part. You, I mean, you mm-hmm. really can play the age range in this, which is so, I mean, what show can Amazing. you do that with, right? Right. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I think we should talk a bit about the music itself, maybe oh, yeah. a little bit about Kander and Ebb for people who don't know about them. Um, but I think the music is such a huge part of yeah. what makes Chicago feel so modern. I can't believe it was written so long ago because mm-hmm. it sounds like something that could have been written today. Um, and also the whole notion of jazz and how it plays into the story and the score as well. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the geniuses behind the show? <laughs> You know, one thing uh, um, that I've noticed is that I've been doing the show on and off. I think I did my first one in 2000, no, in 1999. That's a long time to be doing the same show and mm-hmm. listening to uh, the same music again and again and again. But I don't know, know if you, you guys have noticed this, but I'm not too tired of the music. <laughs> I, hear, I do the show eight times a week and hear the same things. And the orchestrations, I think his name is Ralph Burns, is that right? Yeah. Uh, unbelievable, you always hear something going on that you hadn't noticed before. So musically, yeah, it, those guys, man, and, and lyrically, just so alive when they, you know, what they put into that music was so, so enjoyable yeah. to listen to. I mean, every song, every, every song, song. Is, is brilliant. Every, every, every song. Um, and also, it's very interesting because um, if, if uh, the, sh- the movie All That Jazz. One of my favorites. Right? Ever. Well, that yeah. is all about the making of Chicago, mm-hmm. ah. which is very interesting. So if you go to read, look at that all, yes. the first time around, not this time around, but when they originally did it. Mm-hmm. In the 70s, 70s. Yes, in the 70s, where it wasn't the huge success that it is now. Um, I mean, too bad Bob Fosse didn't know that the show was going to run 20 years. I mean, yeah. really, he, I don't think he would never have thought in a million years. But yes, and so he, it's really fraught in that um, movie about the struggling of putting the show together. And it's very, very interesting now that we all know Chicago. Go back and look mm-hmm. at that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I've, I'm always looking for an excuse to watch all that jazz again. <laughs> yeah. so maybe this is it. <laughs> I was very excited. I was watching a, I was watching a Stephen Colbert earlier this week, and he had Jessica Lange on. Mm-hmm. And the first I thing he that. asked her about was all that jazz. And I was yeah. like, this is brilliant. Why do more people <laughs> not start Jessica Lange interviews with all that jazz? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I could go on and on about that forever. But I, and I think that part of what makes the score sound so modern is we have these awesome solos, which, by the way, I think we have to talk about what an amazingly female-forward show this is, mm-hmm. especially going back so many years on Broadway to have, you know, two really strong female leads leading and Mama Morton is, I, I think she could be like an R&B star today. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, she really gets the belt. Uh, I mean, how exciting is it to have such powerful roles for women to be able yeah. to do? Yeah, I love that they get the final bow. Yes. The yes. women get the final yes. bow. Yes, we do. You know, it's nice. <laughs> except, and together, except I have to say, really Bette Midler's over there getting her final bow, I bet. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Dolly. She gets a final bow. But no, it is nice, and it's it's a dream come true for any female actress. Um, because it's it's really a power. They're powerful women. Yes. That's the thing I love so much about Bob Fosse. He he the, he loved powerful women. That's what he he would make them powerful. Um, in their dancing, in the ensemble, they didn't need men. They they could be on their own. 
it's very interesting. And not pedestal mm-hmm. powerful, like, it, you mm-hmm. know, really flawed and just human. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. yes. That's one of the staying powers, too, of the story, too. It's just you can come and see, hopefully not yourself as a murderer, but certainly yourself as a woman who made some choices to do what's best for them and stood by those choices and have to go through whatever we have to go through. But um, Chicago's women are strong, and um, the men are supportive and strong. There's a couple of strong men, too, but um, (laughs) but it's just something for everybody, I think, in the story. yes. No, it's about, it's certainly, among other things, about making decisions and living with mm-hmm. the consequences yeah. of your decisions. Yeah. But And turning them around making them, to, yeah. like, let's just do a sister act. Come yes, on. completely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we touched on the fact that there have been many, many people coming in and out of the show. When you see roles that have been played by other people and people have won Tonys for them, is that um, intimidating as a performer or does it free you to do your own thing with it uh, and really make it your own? for each of you. Well, for me, I feel quite honored and blessed that I'm able to follow such a cast of beautiful, wonderful, amazing women. So mm-hmm. I feel very honored that I was, and that I am chosen to follow that. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just, it's just a big blessing. I feel, I feel the same way. And I think anytime you are able to um, follow someone or pattern yourself after mm-hmm. anything, you should have the responsibility of taking what they did and and growing it mm-hmm. and, um, and so I think as an artist we all get to do that um, and certainly like tonight we're having a um, mm. I don't know when you're going to hear this but um, we have a uh, special evening special evening <laughs> and there are some <laughs> s- returning stars and all those things coming back and so it, it can be daunting but not if you're secure in who you are as an artist and knowing that all you have to do now is just watch watch the people who, who built the, the path for you basically mm-hmm. um, and learn some more get some more and grow some more it's all about um, giving this what we do is all about giving and sharing so mm-hmm. we all get to do that and if the the people who have built the roles are iconic and the more iconic the more you get to to learn and grow so it's a great it's a great experience mm-hmm I got to perform it in front of Joel Gray, who, mm. of course, created the role oh, wow. uh, in this revival, and is Joel Gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, also, was, he is Joel Gray. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, a big part of my brain was, was occupied with that mm-hmm. as I was performing, knowing that he was there. But uh, And I'd be crazy uh, to, to suggest otherwise. But he himself had, you know, was so beforehand was so nice about it we got to meet beforehand and he just put me at ease like oh right he's just a guy humble yeah they're humble humble and and happy to see you succeed Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that coupled with the fact that uh, we're allowed to be ourselves and and i don't have to do a joel gray imitation uh, Mm -hmm. made it uh, made it actually a beautiful experience and and yeah i'm honored to be plugged into this Mm -hmm. uh, the journey yeah this train of of uh, people to kind of Mm -hmm. You're looking at me to say something. I, <laughs> listen, I've, re- I've replaced in many, many shows, with, and uh, I, I know the feeling. I, I, ha- I say this. If you can get any footage of them doing it, s- look at it. Um, they don't have much of Chicago, but um, whatever I could get hands on on any show that I'm replacing anybody, I, I, I look at their performance and I steal everything that they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then sure. you hope to add on to it and yeah. do your own thing and make it your own. But yeah. ultimately, they are. So right now, I'm stealing from Charlotte every time I watch it. <laughs> 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 oh, you do. But anyway, that's sort of 
that's all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Ray and Charlotte, you have come back to the show and left and come back many, mm-hmm. many times yeah. over the years, which I didn't realize quite how many times until I was mm-hmm. reading about it. And that's such a, I can't think of another show that people are able to do that for. And I'm curious to hear about how, how this meandering path back and forth from Chicago happened for both of you. I, I, I do have to say that that finally we, we kind of knew we'd be coming back when they stopped like giving cakes Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stop the at champagne the the toast day. at the end. Yeah. You know, they just stopped happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they were like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess, you know, and truthfully, it is an open, it's a revolving door is how we say it. And pretty much once you kind of get into the family, mm-hmm. it's a revolving door. And, and you sort of know those kind of people and you see them and you hit each other or you miss each other when you're going in and out and you kind of, uh, and it's kind of fantastic. Um, it's extraordinary. It really I've never is. Known I can't think of a show. It's a but, blessing, yeah, boy. Where that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then to be able to come back and do it years later when you've changed as a person and to be able mm-hmm. to bring something else to it. And you don't ever get that chance with, mm-hmm. with other shows that much. And it's that part, I think, is fabulous because you get to grow as an artist in a very different way than the normal way with just doing a show. You get to keep yeah. coming back to that character mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. many times, and that's a different thing that you don't ever get yeah. to do. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really wonderful. I, maybe for television you can when you're on a s- television series. Yeah, I guess for acting, for sure. Actually, now they think about it, right? When you're going season to season and you're staying with the same character. But on Broadway and theater, no. Mm. You really don't. The, the first time I actually got a chance to do this show was actually in German. So that was oh, my wow. first experience was uh, German. So I, this actually, I learned it all in that beautiful That's language. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, How so hard is that? I had no idea that I would actually be part of this this door here. Um, and I just, just What a funny like backwards translation. Yeah, right, right. German first, you know, and then <laughs> English. Do you no. ever find yourself just mistakenly slipping into a little no, German phrase no, here and there? <laughs> no, actually. There, the, my, fr- my the, actually when I opened, I did say und all. <laughs> and it threw me off so much that I had to say I had to repeat the the verse twice because I was really und all that jazz so it was pretty I like und all that jazz yeah no 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 so I have I had my moment when I first started where I was like okay reverse think think different I had to really get the German out of my head the the, everything the the betonung like the the actually the everything was just incredible do they actually use the phrase all that jazz und all und all that jazz Das. Das. Und all das jazz. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Don't get confused. Und der und das. It's never the same. That, that, that's der, die, das. It was really, I was like, what is it? Der, is it das? Is it die? What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's incredible. Um, (laughs) Yeah, believe uh, me. (laughs) I think Chicago is also fairly unique on Broadway. uh, Coming from the pop music world, there are a lot of people from the pop world who have come into the show at different points. Have any of you been there when anyone of note has come into the show? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most recently, uh, Jennifer Nettles uh, and Mel Brand- B. Brandy, Mel, Mel B. Um, I'm trying to think of the guys who did it. Kevin Richardson was. Eddie it? George. Eddie George, mm-hmm. who's football uh, player. Football player. Football player. <laughs> like, there's a lot of different folks from a lot of different walks of life, which is amazing. But um, yeah, you know, the, to me, the biggest difference, uh, other than them being an entirely different human being, uh, <laughs> is the audience. They bring a different audience. Mm-hmm. Like Brandy uh, yeah, brought Brandy a different 
audience than than Jennifer Nettles, who brought a, brings a different audience than uh, you know uh, certainly mm-hmm. Eddie George, and there was a lot of people who'd never been to Broadway shows or maybe even seen much theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that's nice. I think this show uh, has served a great function uh, on Broadway and for the, the for theater in general to introduce a lot of people to um, uh, specifically to to the musical theater. Uh, who might not have come otherwise? Completely. Yeah. No. How is how is Jennifer? I'm I'm still kind of kicking myself that I didn't see oh, her. Oh, you know, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, absolutely, so yeah, so sweet. terrific person backstage. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't sit in the house and watch the show, so I'm yeah. <laughs> you know I'm off to the side. But uh, in in the scenes that I was with, she was uh, mm-hmm. terrific. Mm-hmm. Great voice, as you as you all know too. Well, going back to just the kind of eternal modernity of the show, I think one really important subject that it touches on is the idea of fame and how fleeting fame is. And that's certainly one way in which I see a lot of overlap between the world of Chicago and sort of the world of pop music today is, you know, everybody wants their moment in the spotlight and their 15 minutes of fame and how fleeting it can be. Um, and I wonder if that's something you all think about or if it, if it resonates with you, especially doing the show at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Mm. I'm gonna live forever. I mean, there's nothing really to say except that it is what is today, mm-hmm. and what is I mean, social media, and everybody wants to be famous for a hot second, and mm-hmm. reality television shows. So it's just, it's just that's what we live. That's what our children live. Mm-hmm. That's it's that's what it's it's gotten more and more that way and it's going to get more that way so that's why the show works so well nowadays it's just it's just a constant thing it's it's what it's about and what the world's about now mm-hmm. nowadays um, as you say mm-hmm. nowadays mm-hmm. <laughs> nowadays but you know it's funny too like i think it it, it takes all of that with a wry very dark uh, sensibility yeah, sarcastic. And, and presents it and one of the things that i find actually most encouraging about doing the show for so many years is that audiences continue to laugh at just the right moments where you know they're laughing because they feel the same way they're not mm-hmm. they're they they are not duped our audiences they're not they they can see that you know that this hunger for fame is is ridiculous and and harmful and so if that many people you know our theater is 1100 seats i think and and if that many people every night you know are coming to see it and and laughing at that same fact there's hope (laughs) completely i think that's part of the brilliance of the writing too is that it presumes the audience is smart and in on the joke Mm -hmm. and that's what the best shows do uh yeah the other ones, well, are subject for another day. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thank you so much, all of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And everybody should go see Chicago, which come will on, be on Broadway on. for the foreseeable future. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And that's good. Isn't it grand? Isn't it great? Isn't it swell? Thanks again for listening to Billboard on Broadway. As always, you can find Billboard's Broadway coverage on billboard.com slash Broadway, where you can see a recent performance by the cast members of Chicago in our office. You can follow me on Twitter at Rebecca Millsoff. Use the hashtag Billboard on Broadway if you'd like to talk about the podcast or our Broadway coverage. And please go to iTunes and rate the podcast. Give us some stars. Give us some love. And hope to have you back next week. Blah, 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 blah.